0: baby list. This is a bit of a talking point. I I think it's a bit of fun. I'm not taking it seriously here. Like we know that nepotism has fucking ruled Hollywood and like all industries, all creative industries, all industries in general. Nepotism thing about nepotism is it can't fight generational wealth. The fact is I can only make so much money in this lifetime and I don't even want to make that much money. So like if you have generations of people that made money before you, that's just the fucking facts. Of course you are gonna have more money than everyone else and you gonna yeah. have much more power than everyone else. And that's just legacy, which is if you don't have that now and you want to build that for the future, then like start putting the fucking seeds in the ground so that your future nepotism, great, great grandchildren can have the kickback because it just is what it is. So that's how I feel about nepotism. But uh, yeah, we've managed to find a way to break through the, the paywall. No, we haven't. We just sort it of aggregated on Pedestrian, which is probably written by AI. So I th- how do we feel about the nepotism list culturally? What do you think this says?
1: Because we're pretty interested by that topic in general. We knew a lot of it already. It wasn't like news to me, but I always love seeing one of these lists. The thing is, there's some people on that list that I like a lot. I like Dakota Johnson. I think she's funny and interesting. Oh, not interesting is the right word, but
0: yeah, she is interesting. She's like, she's cool. She's,
1: cool. she's a cool character. She is cool, character. Yes. Who else is on the list? We've got...
0: You've got your classic nepotism, baby. So everyone like, in Hollywood's a nepotism. A lot of
1: them I don't actually know much. Like, I don't know what Julia Louise Dreyfus' son does. Like, I had my, I knew she had kids. Of course they're going to have some nepotism. There's two that I can't stand. One, Maya Hawk.
0: You really don't like Maya Hawk. I
1: can't stand her. Sorry. Is it because
0: she edges down, like, to be she like soft girl? She
1: is just... Everything I've seen about her pisses me off. And, you know, like she's signed to like mom and pop records or some shit. This whole like, you know. Do
0: you reckon Uma and Ethan are investors or something?
1: <laughs> no, I just think that she's got, I mean, actually there's a recent, someone got called out recently about being an Epo Baby by someone else. And they were like, you can't liken your life to my life because my life is going to auditions and getting completely knocked back and basically going through shit to even get a foot in the door. Meanwhile, you're strolling into the room, getting out of your personal driver's car, walking in, leaving, getting back into the car and scooting off and probably getting the role because mummy or daddy puts in a good word. And I think it's like true. It's so true. And I the Maya Hawke thing, I, I just saw her on like Jimmy Fallon or something. And then I saw her sort of music project. And then it just screams inauthentic, just is painful to watch my biggest gripe is when nepa babies co-opt cool aesthetics that have been created by you know people who are toughing it like artists like true artists who live the life who are just living in the share house eating gruel working paycheck to paycheck toughing it out going to the actual events like putting in the work, building something from the ground up. They're the things that Nefa babies can never actually have. And that's why they're so, well, you know what? this is that and that's quote. why they're so desperate to be part of it.
0: The only thing a rich person can't be is poor, or something like that.
1: I don't think rich people want to be poor. No one wants to be poor. What being poor does is it gives you perspective and it gives you the ability to not even the ability, but even just through the act of doing things to get out of being poor. So Yeah, like going being resourceful. To, yeah, going to a job, being resourceful, using let's say you're a painter or someone, you're using different products, whatever it is, those actions lead to innovation and experimentation and finding out new things, you know, making a new cut of a piece of clothing, whatever it is, you're pushing the boundaries. It's when people come through and gentrify that and then turn it into a look or turn it into an aesthetic and then they just go off in their way. I'm just like, it just kills me to see. You know, like why is Maya Hawk on her first album run through Mum and Pop Records playing this like soft indie girl why are you on Jimmy Fallon talking about that? Yeah. You're not meant to be there. You're meant to be on the line of best fit, like getting some struggle interview where it doesn't matter.
0: Well, yeah. Look, as an example, like if I put Maya Hockness next to Ethel Kane and like put those stories next to each other, like why does one have more than the other? Yeah. It's the access.
1: It's also, you're just making urban outfitters like indie pop. Of course, you're going to get playlisted. It's The nepotism just trickles down into everything. The editors of Spotify and Apple, of course, they're going to look at your bio and go, oh, you're the daughter of Uma Thurman. Whole... Of course we're going to give you some special treatment. Like it doesn't correlate with the rest of the artistic world. And then if you look at the disparity in, you know, the way that Spotify pays artists and you don't even have to worry about that. You're playing a different game. You're getting the same tools are being applied to you and you're getting special treatment. It's unfair. And I think it's when things are unfair and you're just trotting on onto your PR run that's all laid out for you and it's just so simple and it's so, you know, you just seem so elegant. It's like, it's not fair and it doesn't make sense and it's the same argument as you know you have to leave space for other people to have an opportunity and if you're just filling the space it continues over time and then nothing changes so well i
0: think what i like this is again it's a controversial one in the way that if if you can't understand the point it can sound really fucked but i i think one of our friends actually said like they are here for capitalism in the way that like let the rich people do the rich people things and it's almost like when I say that I love someone like Bret E. he's always stayed in his lane he doesn't fucking write stories about being oppressed like he writes about being a rich white dude and that's it he speaks from personal experience like he's had adversities of his own he's queer he's had experiences that might not be of the same experience as someone that isn't but it's like he's never tried to like peek over the edge and pretend to be them mm. you write a character like Patrick Bateman because you lived an experience when he dated like you uh, person in the banking world or whatever in finance world yeah. and live in the American Belt Building it's like that's your experience like you're talking your truth and then you're not yeah. ashamed about it I think what I can't stand is when people that are rich try to hide it it's like just fucking tell me what's up it's way weirder for me to have to find out later that actually secretly you've got this fucking trust fund yeah. you've been like hanging in this share house it's fucking weird dude like if you're at least if you're open about it and you're like I'm rich but I'm trying to like get perspective I respect people that want to pick up the edge and experience at first hand to get some perspective When I was in the indie scene, right? Like, I had no idea. I was one of the few, like, people from my suburbs that would go to these clubs and stuff. You got all these people wearing op shop clothes. I'm like, oh my God, my people, other fucking misfits, like, I can finally be my truth. And it was the way that over time I started to realize a lot of these dads, a lot of these people that I would meet, fucking private school kids that were, like, really fucking wealthy, but, like, op shopping for the aesthetic. I don't have a problem with that. It was always, like, the richest people in the room were the most, like, woke in the way that they'd be, like, speaking on, like, all these topics that, like, they've never. Never fucking experience firsthand and like trying to tell me how i should view things and i'm like you've never been to the suburbs you yeah when you don't know know have what to you're like about. when
1: you don't have to bounce back at 9 a.m for your shift at the cinema where well, if you're
0: you lucky to, it's
1: probably a hospital yeah exactly it's all of the little trickle-on effects that you don't have to suffer through because you get to go home get your little breakfast at home get your table temperature air conditioning oh, there's always a the nice plush, temperature the plush carpeting and you got your giant bed and then you got your ensuite. I and, and then got, you
0: to just like move to new york in your 20s yeah you got, you, want your, to. you got your
1: natural light your house itself you're in the city like there's little things that are comforts that these are the subtle nepo babies amongst us it's not an indictment on their personality i've met a lot of rich kids i guess who are really great people and it's the ones that you meet that incognito are trying to get down with you and trying to get down with what you're doing and you're like give me 10 grand in cash and I'll now, give you a whole path. and I'll give you some <laughs> friendship and I'll let you in. Or make a joke out of it. Tell me, you know, but just don't come in and not say a thing. And then I'm like Googling you and your last name. And then I'm like, oh shit, you're like the heir to the blah, blah fortune. I'm like, kind of spooky.
0: I can understand it because I like watching those kind of shows. I watch Gossip Girl. I know what goes down. If you don't want to be attached to your wealth, it's actually an industry, Yasmin's character, which he was like going after her yeah. dad with her woke talk. And then he actually cut her off. And she was like, oh, but don't actually cut me off. Like, mm-hmm. I want to say, this shit and call you out for being a helpless pig but like don't actually cut me off i understand if you want to like peek over the edge live the experience and do it on your own you don't want to take the hand out you're going to work your way up i respect that like i'm like if you don't have to work and you do i respect that but i also respect it if you were just like i'm just going to lean into my wealth you don't have to be an asshole to use your fucking privilege but it's just like don't fucking out here wearing like sheep's clothing or whatever being like i'm down with these experiences and sit in these rooms sit in these fucking giggles and be like, can relate when you literally can't relate at all, and you have no perspective. The thing is that, like, you can sit in those rooms and learn. You can be educated, and you can participate. That's. I'm not saying like you can't sit with us if you're fucking rich. You don't get to choose your wealth either. But this is the thing. It's like, don't sit there wearing a fucking mask, lying to yourself. Like you think that's the fucking problem. It's like, don't sit there and occupy the space and then like bite your tongue when it comes to like talking about what school you went to. It's fucking weird, bro. Like, yep. just like it's okay. We're all allowed to have history. I've had like weird shit in my my past as well i mean i'm not a nepot baby anyway but you could again it's subjective in the way that like i'm probably viewed as a nepot baby from the people at the farm where my parents grew up because i'm like yeah of Australia. course there's a
1: scale to it but like
0: what if we're talking classic nepotism again even the scale though like it's funny because like when we're talking nepotism with hollywood there's like actors babies and then there's like the workers like producers directors and then even like Set designers and costume yeah. people. And then you've got like, you might have an in, you're someone's accountant or whatever. Like, if you're Maya Hawk, you are literally two large actors. Like, these are like Hollywood names. That's different. Yeah. Even like a Rachel Bilson from the OC, someone from the OC, she comes from a Hollywood family, but they're mm-hmm. not like big actors or anything. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, she's, I guess she's technically a Nepo baby, but there, there is a ranking system, especially in Hollywood. Like, there is a ranking of access and wealth. My go to Nepo baby was always Paris Hilton. What I appreciated much like the bright thing is she leaned into her wealth Mm. And she was kind of like, I'm this princess and I'm going to act out and I'm going to do my thing. Obviously, there's a lot of bad sides to what happened with her path that she's still going and I think she's a fucking baddie. And you know what? Like, yes, she's borrowed stylistic references from, like, cultures or whatever, but that's fashion. Like, fashion's fucking copying, like, echo chamber on everything. I mean, you could source everything back to black culture. Like, I don't think anyone's not guilty of borrowing and stealing from black culture. But, like, you know, she's doing the trailer trash thing, which is really weird because she's so fucking rich that Mm. she would be co-opting looks from the suburbs like I what I loved about her was that I already dressed like that and then I found Paris I was like that's my girly also love that fucking trashy MTV era I appreciate that she's never tried to hide the fact that she's who she is there are a lot of people on this list where I was kind of like oh I had no idea, but again, I don't know where that nepotism lands and the scale of things. The one for me that stood out was Jonah Hill. I had no idea. Mm. I read Seth Rogen's book, Love Him, and like I know that he like grew up in Canada. He didn't really have a foot in the door. He was doing stand-up comedy and then like, kind of landed in Freaks and Geeks and wrote super bad. I thought that Jonah was the same. What like, was even...
1: Jonah Hill's connection? Yeah.
0: His dad was the accountant for Guns N' Roses. Mm. like how random i mean i don't think that, that's the same yeah that's
1: uh, that's definitely nepo baby shit because i that think nepo baby? a big thing that people don't talk about as much with rich people and their kids and whatever is it's all about the network so yeah
0: the network i mean if you are if you have access to money you have power like yes yeah, so to- the money
1: is obviously a very big part of it but how many times do you hear of x person's kid got put on to their dad's best friend's company to become an intern at the age of like 17, 18. It's the speed at which a network can get you into a place. And if you have no network, it's all about time. Everyone's trying to get things done quick, as quick as possible. What nepo baby's parents can do for them is get them into rooms, get them into places without all the friction of getting a no. When you're not a nepo baby, the amount of no's that you get knows across the board you get knockbacks from jobs you get knockbacks from opportunities people don't believe in you they don't give you a chance they don't want to teach you like when you're allowed to just be basically cherry-picked and put into a company because you're so-and-so's daughter or son that is so valuable not just for the wealth of the family but it puts you on the road from a young age and that inherently leads to more wealth because you get richer at a younger age Nepo babies out there want to help, quote unquote, regular folk. It's not just about cash handouts, it's about opportunity. It's about. You know what? I think
0: that's the cosign. Like, you know, for us broke asses, we need a cosign from these Nepo babies to, like, get to play.
1: Yeah. It's like Maya Hawk is not getting these opportunities. I guarantee you her parents are putting in a good word. Or... Yeah,
0: like, she's also in Stranger Things.
1: Again. Why are you in Stranger <laughs> Things? Why is Maud Apatow in fucking Euphoria? Euphoria? Like,
0: and girls which and girls. Like, why it.
1: are you in these shows? It's because you are the daughter of very yeah John powerful, Apatow and
0: Leslie Mann, being your parents. Yeah, like, they are Hollywood royals. Like, I mean, that's comedy royalty. Maud does a
1: good. She's not a bad actor. She's not. She does a good job. But I'm like, I'm sure there's ten million other actors across the globe. You know what's funny who with would that? Kill that role.
0: Like a lot of the casting for Euphoria actually happened via Instagram. A lot of them were unknowns, so or like you know, like Alexa Demi's just being around the scene for ages the way that when zendaya was just getting to obviously zendaya's come from like disney world yeah but like i'd assume her price tag is just getting so expensive especially after spider-man or whatever they started positioning lexi's character as like the main character she got a lot of fucking airtime and barbie Ferreira got pushed out mm. and it's just like that is nepotism at play like because
1: yeah, you know that she's a hollywood She's Hollywood for life, baby. Yeah, like, that's
0: like a, you are going to be a big Maud
1: is year. in this for life. It's like, whether she likes it or not, she can't get out. She's Hollywood. Like, your dad is John. Apatow. Like, like, that's
0: wild. And Leslie Mann, like, and it's no just matter, so crazy that that's
1: a problem. Yeah. Judd's background, he came from humble beginnings. And I don't know what Leslie Mann's background is, but you are now in it. You know, you're probably more likely to be in it in 50 years than...
0: Barbie Fair. Barbie
1: Farrow. Like, I don't know her background, but if this conspiracy that Euphoria I have chosen favourites is true. It's so
0: clear, though. It's like first season, you look at Lexi's storyline. She's very much a sub-character to Zendaya, like this friend of Zendaya. She's like Sydney Sweeney's little sister. She didn't get much airtime in season one. Yeah. By season two, it was like the Lexi show.
1: Very curious.
0: Yeah, it's just like who got into whose ear. Mm. I mean, she's a great. I think she's a great actress, and I think she did play that role well. She was born is She a great wanted...
1: actress, or is she just an actress?
0: I would say she's a good actor, but like she's just not.
1: Yeah, she's not. She's bad. not the
0: standout. She was never the standout for me.
1: Why? Why? Always ask why.
0: The way that Euphoria came up in season one was like it was the bad bitch show for me. It was like, oh my god, they're doing these beauty looks. Like, oh wow, this cast is so hot. Everyone's so fucking dangerous compared to like a lot of the fodder that's been running through Netflix and of our other streaming platforms of like same same PC whatever. Euphoria felt daring and I think that it's funny to me that by season two considering how fucking cinematic and like Sam Levison was on his fucking Quentin Tarantino like Harmony Korean shit by that season. It was mm. getting a bit like you know it wasn't the same as the first season at all and I like as a film fan I liked the second season in that way I find it surprising that a new character focus would be the most conservative character on the show. Yep. You know like Barbie Ferrer was a bold character like her есть правило clothipодвения being that what Pad Dom. I loved her character. I thought you even said in season one that Kat was the most exciting character and most interesting character. And then for season two, it it'll be Lexi's like the subservient, good girl, studious little sister character. Like, I don't know why she's getting as much airtime as Sydney. Sweeney playing this like quite (laughs) unhinged character. Like, I thought that that was just a random turn of events. Like Alexa and and Sydney, for me, were like, that was the duo. I don't know why Suddenly it was like Alexi' POV was like it even got to have like a theater production within the show like that so it was really strong
1: I think the thing that grinds a lot of people's gears one wealth <laughs> disparity in the world and I think the reason that we're all fascinated by this is because my theory is that unfortunately I think racism and that type of discrimination will exist in some way probably forever unfortunately the new sort of segregation that will occur as time goes on as the world becomes more unstable is classism I think the middle class gets smaller the rich get richer the poor get poorer that is a problem that is affecting everyone and i think that's one reason why we're all fascinated by fascinated and irked by nepo babies and just not just talking about hollywood i'm just talking about the kids of big business owners the kids of bankers wealth is not distributed evenly in the world and that is a major problem and i think the second problem is when the history of the world has favored white people if you have nepo babies coming in who are also mostly white who are taking up space
0: nepotism again is generational there are some countries, for example, with obviously immigration is like kind of seen a more diverse mix of people in different places. Because we're talking about America, same with Australia, we're quite a multicultural we are a multicultural company. A company, well, yeah. Freudian slip, multicultural country. Some places are poorer than others as a fact. Being wealthy in the Philippines is not the same as being wealthy in a European country. Yeah. That's just the wealth divide that exists. And when you put people into like new landscapes and you know, maybe you were wealthy and then a war happened and now you're a refugee. Like, it's hard to kind of look generationally and say, like, you know, one generation of nepotism doesn't always fall or trickle into the next. I can also understand that, like, isn't that your duty as a parent to be like, you want your kids to have a better life than you? Yeah. Everyone would want their kid to be a nephew baby. It's interesting to be like there would be a clapback back on your parents' hard work that like you're now reprimanded. Yeah, it's the...
1: not saying you shouldn't have a shot at getting it. It's just that in order to have more quality and if all these Hollywood elites are saying super lefty and they want this to be a change in the world. They have to make room for new, fresh talent to come in, you know, open up the audition pool, you know, all that stuff. It's like, you just have to break the system a little bit.
0: Well, the problem with the system at the moment, and this is something that like is very evident, when people are purchasing scripts because it's not just the visible nepotism as well like behind the scenes there's nepotism it's just a fucking cesspool of nepotism as an example a lot of studios and financiers and don't want to pay for an unknown actor they don't want an unknown actor they want to see success obviously with the habits of like consumers and stuff they need guaranteed success you've got how many films star bad Pitt right now how many films is margot getting Like I kind of want to see somewhere else. I love Margot, but like I need to see another face. It's not saying that she's in everything, but like those big ones that are getting all the budgets behind them, whether it's straight to streaming or going to the big screen, it's like they're just getting the same people again and again. And I have found that when something's stacked with an all-star cast, it tends to be pretty fucking boring. Like it's the same saying, the movie doesn't hold up. It's kind of just fodder and that's kind of where we're at. Anyway, bigger conversation about nepotism. Who is your favorite nepo baby?
1: Um,
0: because I think mine. I did say I love Paris historically. I've got a few nepo babies that I really love that are doing it well. I love Coco Gordon Moore, who's Thurston Moore and Kim Gordon's daughter, and I think she's doing the indie thing well. Like she's such a New York art kid and like writes poetry and stuff. She's a model or whatever, but she's not trying to be the most. And mm. I think that's a testament to her upbringing. Like Kim Gordon's not that kind of celebrity anyway. Lola, like Madonna's daughter, is kind of doing a good job at, like aesthetically like she's kind of doing the indie thing not indie but she's like you know operating in certain spaces where she was in the ex-girl and made me campaigns and stuff you know I know she's in the scene I have heard that she has a broken phone screen which is hilarious because like you can afford to buy a million phones, because Madonna's your mom. She started releasing music. She was in the Mugle campaign. I like her though. I've always been down. Future Nepo baby that I would like to see. I would love to see what Ashton and Mila's kids do. Mm. They are fucking adorable and they're pretty gate kept. Mila's not even on socials, but like I'd love to know what the. Case. They might become tech tech billionaires. Who knows? I hope not. No. Uh, what about you?
1: Future Nepo babies that I'm keen on seeing. I think the Elon Grimes child is going to be.
0: What, the baby one or baby two? Both.
1: Is there two? Is there more than two? Remember
0: there was that article where, like, they yeah. heard the baby crying? And they're I like, oh, those, my gosh.
1: Those kids are going to be messed up. It's interesting to see... Jade's, you better
0: not tweet that.
1: Okay. It's interesting to see Jade Smith and Willow kind of grow in front of us and to see their level of success, which is... You can just see that they just do the little projects whenever they want and...
0: Have we all forgotten about Will Smith slapping Chris Rock? Is that being buried now?
1: He's kind of come back and yeah. he's back in the game. I didn't think that would last for long. Who else is there? There's so many people who are having their kids that have now. I don't know if Margaret Robbie's had a child yet.
0: That could be interesting, Australian royalty. Um, she her partner's Australian as well, so it really would be Australian I'm royalty. I'm sure
1: Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman's child will be a little shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You just have to pluck out who have had the kids. Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes—they had a baby, right? Suri yeah. Cruise, she's beautiful. I
0: I love Katie Holmes. She'll um, probably have a bit of a yeah. She'll have issues. Then you got
1: the Kardashian Kanye kids. That's going to be interesting to watch. I'm not like standing hanging, baby. Hanging on the tabloids. I'm just—it's always interesting. Occasionally, you'll get like a super talent. I think if these people come through with art or something that's changing people's perspectives and actually making some impact, otherwise they're just figures. They're just maybe take if off Frank space. Ocean
0: will have a kid. And then the next album will actually be released by The Baby and Frank will never release again. We'll just like channel that orange energy into uh, (laughs) his baby's future career.